welcome back to Ponderings from the Perch. This is Priscilla McKinney, the little bird mama here. And with me is Ashley LeBlanc. And so many people love it when the two of us get on and chitty chat and talk shop. So I brought her back on a really good um, a really good issue that gets asked to us all the time. So welcome back to Ponderings from the Perch, Ash. We're back. We're back in action. I'm excited to be here. I always think it's more fun when we talk back and forth because we both are so passionate about what we do. And sometimes something else falls out of your mouth. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I just want to say, if you think this is fun, you should hang out with us in person. So (laughs) (laughs) it's real good. And also we spring for good food. So just feel that. Yeah. And with Insights Marketing Day coming up, you can get your opportunity to. Exactly. I love it. Okay, well, we're going to dive into something that we get asked about a lot. <laughs> People often wonder, what is the difference between SEO and an SEO strategy and PPC? And immediately when I start using acronyms, I'm saying everybody stop at Little Bird Marketing, also known as LBM. We like to break down acronyms and make sure that we're not just talking shop in a way that we don't know what we're talking about. Um, so SEO is search engine optimization. And it gets thrown about. Everybody's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But think about it for a minute. What is it? Search engine optimization. How can things be found? We're going to give a little bit more of a definition. But PPC, pay-per-click, is a different function of content and how to be found online. And so this is a little bit of the vice versa or the yin-yang or the the rebel cause and the dark side. Um, And for us here at Little Bird Marketing, people often connect us with an organic first approach because we do develop content marketing systems that lead to lead generation. So of course, people are going to associate us with these content strategies. But let me assure you that both of these are a content strategy. And so we're going to talk about it today in an interesting structure. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of SEO and then the pros and cons of PPC. We hope this will be a, just a down, dirty, tactical, great, um, you, know, inv- you know, first look for you at the difference between the two. And I think to make it a little bit easier to listen to and understand what's going on, I am going to play the green light theory person mm-hmm. here. I'm going to be the gas pedal being like, yeah, do it, do it. Here are all the pros. And then I've asked Ashley to come in and be my break and give us all of the cons. So without further ado, Ashley, why don't you give us just a couple of sentences about what SEO actually is before we crack into the pros and cons of using it? Yeah, I'd love to. And I'll say, if you are asking this question, SEO versus PPC, what's the difference? Then we know your intent is to get found online, right? (laughs) Either way, whether you're a PPC approach or an SEO approach, you just want to be found, whether it's on Google or social media channel, you want to be found. So SEO, search engine optimization, is how you are found organically. And I know that word organic, especially in the marketing world, gets thrown around a lot. It's a bit of a buzzword, but what does it actually mean? It means you did not put money behind your strategy. It's how you are found. If someone were to type in a search phrase into Google, you would come up and it would not be in that ad section on the top. Your content, your website pages, your blog, it is ranking in 
um, Google or search engine or a social media platforms algorithm because you've proven yourself to be an authority on the topic. Now, of course, keyword strategy plays in heavily to your SEO strategy, how you're found is through your keywords, but ultimately the distinction here is it's organic. SEO is organic um, and it's uh, unlike PPC, you're not necessarily putting a bunch of money to be found via ads. Cool. Well, two things I like to remind people of before we even get going on this is we keep seeing SEO, but really maybe we should call that how the Google machine works <laughs> because um, over 92% of the searches we're going to be talking about actually happen on Google. <laughs> so, um, but we still say SEO, God love them. There's a couple of other places out there that, that we can be found. So we are really talking here about how does Google work? Now, how does Google work? One of the bigger topics I like to remind people is what is Google? Google is an advertising company. They are profitable, very profitable, and they are selling ads to companies. And so what do they want? They want people to have a fantastically good experience using Google. We maybe won't mention the other search engine browsers that, <laughs> that people don't use. They're not having as good of an experience there. And so they don't get people going to Yahoo um, in order to search for websites because it's not delivering the thing you were intending to look for, right? And so this whole idea of organic um, stems from the fact that Google wants you to be able to come online and say, I want a high chair in the color gray. Well, it wants to deliver to you a high chair in the color. It wants you to find that. It wants a good experience for you. So because of that, they carefully crawl and they carefully want to uh, understand what a site is about and give you the right answer. Now, they can give you the right answer with an ad because someone paid for it, or they can give you an ad because someone worked hard to explain what their, their website was all about. But either way, Google is seriously trying to get the consumer who is using the browser to have a good experience. So keep that in mind. I think that's helpful if we get a little bit lost in the weeds to come back. Wait a minute. What is it that Google's trying to do here? So... Thank you, Ashley, for letting us know um, just some of the basics about SEO, but I'm going to start with, um, with the pro. Like, why should we do SEO? Why did I create a, a content uh, or, or organic content first digital agency? <laughs> um, I like to remind people that SEO is cheaper in the long run. It is a long game. It may not give you what you need right in this moment, but there are a lot of high, high, high costs of doing business. And it does take time. But in terms of the, 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 the long-term cost, SEO, hands down, is going to be the winner. All right. I got, I got a con for that. Okay. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> and you actually already kind of mentioned it, but SEO takes time to actually show results. It's we, we, I feel like we preach that message all the time, especially when we have clients who are super eager to sign on for inbound marketing services. And we're very passionate about it too, but we constantly have to remind people that 
don't expect with this organic approach to see overnight results, especially if your website is in dire need of some SEO improvements. So (laughs) we say it can take up to 18 months for you to see an improvement in your SEO and you have to be doing the right things all along the way. You have to be optimizing those keywords, writing those blogs, pumping out content. So it may be cheaper, but it does take a little bit more time. Okay. All right. Well, I'm coming back at you with something else, a reason why we should do SEO. (laughs) So let's say you do agree that it is going to be cheaper in the long run, but it's worth it. And let's say you make those wins. My next pro for SEO is that you get to keep your wins. It's very hard for someone to come in um, after you've done serious organic work and you have earned your spot in the rank to come and take it away from you. Now, we're going to talk about that a little bit, you know, how you have to upkeep it. But if you do decide to play the long game, then you get the long term benefits. And when I think about, you know, getting started, but ultimately heading for, you know, my world domination, you know, um, goals, I like to remember that, you know, going the route of, you know, of ranking for search engine traffic that is a more stable approach. Okay. So the approach may be more stable, (laughs) but let me give you, let me, let me come back at that by saying, yeah, but this, and this, you know, I'm saying this not necessarily because I believe it, but we get this pushback all the time. So I know this is going to sound familiar to you, but the search engine algorithm changes all the time. I think it was like back in 2018, they had record numbers and, and the algorithm changed. What was it like 3,200 times in a single year? Right. So if something is constantly changing, that means your website, your SEO approach, your keywords also need to be changing. Okay. Well, don't give up yet. There's, there's hope there, (laughs) but that's a good point, Ashley. Okay, so Ashley and I work day in and day out with people who get ranked on Google specifically because of their expertise and their authority. And I have to say, that is what Google is looking at your website for. It's not just saying, okay, did you dump a bunch of keywords here? But it is looking for say, but did you write about this particular keyword, you know, six ways till Sunday? Like, do you really know this topic? Do you, have you completely uh, blanketed it? And so it's looking for uh, that expertise. And then the other piece that's looking for the authority, which usually comes in the form of other people backlinking to your page saying, oh yeah, I'm going to reference that Priscilla. That was a gem. I'm going to, I'm going to call people to your page. So there's a lot of organic ways that you can be building this expertise and this authority to get ranked. And one thing that a lot of people didn't realize what benefits SEO is once upon a time, those kinds of beautiful brand um, building authority links coming back to your site had to be from third party domains, but now they can be from your own pages. And so really doing some intensive labor to really help people understand how does this page on your site relate to this side. When you do that, that organic listing that you get, it really builds in people's minds a very strong rapport and they believe they trust your company because there's brand authority. They know that you didn't pay for that slot. They know that you earned it. Let's take a short break. Conducting global research, marketing your brand to a multilingual audience, 
with translation, transcription, voiceover, and subtitling services in over 75 languages will make the connection to your audience in their own language. Get the linguistic accuracy you expect with the cultural nuance you need, all tailored to your needs with friendly service. Try Multilingual Connections. Mention Little Bird Marketing for $100 off your first project. Multilingualconnections.com. I am a huge supporter of SEO. It's what it's what I do. But it's okay. You can play the devil to me today. That's that, all right. That's, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, but, you know, my, my last con over here for SEO is that's all great. And you can build that brand authority, but you have to optimize your site regularly. Just because you rank for your intended keyword set, it doesn't mean you're going to continue to rank for that keyword set in a month from now, in six months from now, you have to continue. This is, this is a long-term approach. It is a strategic approach. So if you don't have an annual marketing content plan that is fueling your SEO practices, you can put in the work up front, but if you're not doing the work in the day-to-day, your plan's going to fall flat on the end. You have to be, you know, removing those old expired links. You need to be republishing our, our, our good friend, Andy Crestedina from Orbit Media. He's been on the podcast. He's guest blogged on the Little Bird blog a couple times, but he talks frequently about taking your best producing content republishing it year after year, refreshing it, not changing the URL and then pushing it back to the top of your feed because the people know what, what they want. So give them what they want. So it's those practices that you have to continue to implement month over month in order to maintain, um, that great SEO that you've worked so hard to build. I love it. Okay. Well, we're going to stop talking about SEO just because we're not going to get too far in, in the weeds, but let's end it with a couple of good stats. I know you pulled some, I pulled some. So SEO, I just want to start with this stat. It is responsible for 92% of web traffic. And I, you know, if you could see me right now, what I'm doing is using my thumbs. That is the reality is that people, if they don't have something that they want, or if they don't know something that they want to know, immediately it's a thumb situation. I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to Google it. There's a reason why we say, I'm going to Google it. (laughs) (laughs) It's because it is the Google machine. (laughs) It is. And and not only that, but Google, this one like shocked me. Google processes over 7 billion searches every single day. So that's over... Over 2.5 trillion searches per year. Yeah. So it's really great if someone knows littlebirdmarketing.com. They are the best. But if they don't know your name already and know your URL, then you probably better get some SEO. Exactly. (laughs) Because if you want to rank for, you know, the best content market agency in Joplin, then you better have something to back it up on your page. So I'll just give you one more stat before we'll head over to PPC. But I also wanted to just, I'm going to dig in a little bit more of a pro (laughs) in this, but the reality is that SEO is proven to drive a hundred percent more traffic to your site than paid traffic. And I find that to be an interesting stat, Um, you know, and just, this is just a universal take a look. Um, you know, at what, you know, what's going on on websites globally, but yeah. So organic, organic works. (laughs) It sure does. 
All right, let's uh, shift gears. Let's talk about PPC now. And we're going to keep the same roles. You're still going to be pro. I'm still going to be con. But let me do a quick intro. Let me just introduce what what PPC, we keep throwing around that term. Obviously, we're talking about pay-per-click, what Priscilla mentioned earlier. Or sometimes you you hear this um, talked about as um, SEM, that's search engine marketing. So this is when you're approaching something as an advertiser. So we talk about marketing, we talk about advertising, you're advertising on a platform such as Google or Facebook or LinkedIn. And every time someone clicks on your ad, that is when you are being charged. That's where the name pay per click comes in. So this also has a lot to do with keywords, but instead of working the keywords into the copy of your website and your blog, in order to organically rake for them. Instead, you are bidding on keywords against your competitors and others out in the industry um, to appear in the top spots. Uh, Google specifically, we all have seen that nice little ad section up at the top when you search something. You're fighting for those limited placements and it becomes honestly a bidding war. You're bidding on keyword sets that you want to rank for. Okay. So before we start with the pros and cons, I'm going to tell you a, a horror story. Please do. <laughs> horror story, please. Um, uh, so I, I, I heard this um, and I think my, I started to cry immediately, but there was a company that was spending about $35,000 a month on PPC for the bidding for the phrase deck plans. And they actually created a wonderful composite of a long lasting uh, material to build decks. And so one of the very helpful ways to actually, um, you know, win business would be to say, you know, the ideal client wants to build a deck. And so if we give them a free deck plan, then maybe they will buy our composite, right? And so they were spending, like I said, about $35,000 a month on bidding for that keyword deck plans, wondering why nothing was converting. Yeah, they were coming. The traffic was coming to the site. They were clicking through and they were paying every time they clicked, but nobody was buying until they really, you know, got under the hood and really looked at it. The people who were coming were clicking deck plans because they were searching that for their next cruise. They were looking for deck plans for where their cabin was located on board. So please, oh, no, no. <laughs> are you crying already? Actually? Yes. <laughs> please know that you need to think long and hard about your keyword strategy and make sure that you're bidding on things that are going to be uh, the, the drive the most amount of traffic for your ideal client, not just drive traffic. So. Having said that horror story, I'm going to go ahead and dive into some pros. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So she mentioned that you're bidding for these, these keywords, and then you get to then, guess what? Show up first on the page, which is what everybody wants to be on Google's first page, because you know where the best place to hide a dead body is? Google page two, because ain't nobody coming to look there, right? <laughs> so it's all about being on page one. I mean, just ask yourself, when did you click through to page two of the Google <laughs> answers? No, you did not. Um, so your, your, your ad or your, you know, your snippet gets to appear above everybody else, but it also gets that little ad icon. You know what I'm talking about. You know visibly that someone there is an ad, but that's my point. 
you get to be first. And sometimes first is all you need in order to make a sale. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to come back at that and say, okay, so that's great. You can, you can appear above, but you won't always stay there. And like I said, you're bidding against keywords and with, with SEO, you, you typically run a similar strategy all year round. You know what keywords you're going after and you go after them in all your content. But when it comes to PPC, your ads can actually become what they call stale and the keywords that you're trying to go after, especially if a competitor starts bidding higher than you, if you're not watching your ads carefully, you can quickly lose that top position and you're still paying for your keywords, but you don't have that optimal spot that you really want. So it does require a little extra effort to where SEO, you could take a day off from monitoring. PPC is something you got to be looking at all the time. Okay. All right. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is the quickness. So you want to get down dirty, you want to spend some money and make some money, then PPC is for you. I will tell you, I'm the first to caution clients heading into an organic strategy that it takes time. And in fact, it takes about six months for the search engines to crawl over a new website. And so keep that in mind as you're like going, hey, it's not this, if you build it, they will come, right? That's not, we know for sure that if you build it, they will not come. Why would they come? (laughs) They don't know that it's been built. And so as you're waiting patiently for that six months to happen, it may be six months, but then even as your, your content is building, it can take up to 18 months to really, uh, like really rank in for your, your expertise and authority. So PPC, it's with the quickness. Well, it may be quick, but it's also expensive. Like I mentioned previously, it takes money to run these ads. You got to put money behind it. So if you don't have an ad budget built into a campaign, PPC may not be an option for you. Or if your marketing strategy is uh, you're running it as a Hail Mary, PPC, although it's quick, if you're already (laughs) hurting to make that next sale, you may be a little hesitant to spend more money to get that next sale. So it definitely can add up and it can get very expensive if you are in a market where the keywords you're fighting for um, are hot commodities. The more people who are bidding on keywords, the higher that they bid, the more money they put behind their campaigns, the more money you have to put behind your campaigns. Okay. Well, one of the things I love the most about PPC is their ability to hyper-target. Right. We talk a lot about knowing your most ideal client and that's super important. And when you are trying to push an ad out there, you don't want to push an ad out to everybody. If you're going to pay for it, you want to make sure it's the right person. Let's say you need to recruit 12 people in the Kansas City area for a study that you're running and you want to talk to people who eat barbecue, say more than twice a week. Right. Well, you can go out on Google and pay for that, but oh my gosh, I don't want someone from Dallas when I need to have someone from KC, right? So I can easily go in and use my PPC budget and limit it. The more you limit and target your ads, the more more economical it's going to become. So you can ask for people from a specific geographic area. You can narrow it down to a particular age or if they're married or just, uh, there's so, it it will blow your mind if you see the kinds of things that you can do to actually narrow down and pinpoint a target audience. 
with that being said, I'll kind of, I'll give my last point here. Um, when you're running PPC for a goal, you tend to see lower profit margins. And that's just, I mean, it, the math adds up, right? You, if you are spending money to make money, you have to subtract your hard costs. So if you spent $30,000 on a PPC campaign and the campaign brought in $60,000, you have to subtract that 30 grand you spent on PPC. So you had a bunch of overhead that now needs to be subtracted from your, your ultimate, your, your profit there compared to that organic SEO that can bring in those leads and nurture them and help close deals that sure you invested time, but you didn't necessarily um, invest thousands of dollars up front in a short time frame. You know, that's so simple that you say that and people laugh when we mention it, but a lot of times we work with companies where this is siloed, the people spending the money and the people looking at the actual, you know, cost, the expense over on the marketing side are two different departments. And sometimes they don't put two and two together. And so calling that to mind is actually good. So good job, Ash. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. So at the end, you know, this is what Ash and I always say, we, it, we'll go to a cocktail party and at some point someone will take a hold of our arm and pull us ever so quietly over to the side and ask us a question that they've been dying to ask a marketing expert. And so usually at the end of going back and forth with all of this complication, people say, fine, but which one should I do? So. I'm sorry to say that life is not simple. <laughs> it's complicated. And this issue is not black and white. And I've said this often, anymore with digital marketing, there is not one solution. There's not one thing that your company should be doing. You know, it is just a multitude of things that need to be done and they need to work together. They need to have a strategic underpinning. And then each one of the efforts needs to be done, not only done, but done in the right order. Yeah. And you and I played sides here, but the advice that we give to most clients is actually your PPC strategies should be supporting your SEO strategies. We talked about, you know, PPC coming in with those quick wins. Well, SEO of course is a long game and it's going to help you hold more authority over time, but to, it's like, think about short-term and long-term goals. PPC is setting short-term goals to reach your long-term goals. So if you have the ability to run both strategies, just be sure that they are connected. So it kind of boils down to <laughs> just when you work out, don't skip leg day. <laughs> I mean, do you want huge, big biceps, but yet, you know, scrawny little chicken legs? No. So don't do that to your strategy either. Make sure that you get it in the right, uh, in the right, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Routine? Uh, balance, the right yeah. balance. Yeah. So um, as with anything, there's no one right answer. Something is going to be different for you, um, different for maybe where you're at in your growth stage with your business, and also maybe different based on the um, the expertise you have in-house. So you need more than anything an expert consultation. We are here always to answer what you might think are dumb questions. They are no dumb questions. We'd love to answer them. And uh, if you if you want to talk with us, make sure you connect with us online. Ashley and I are very, very easily found on LinkedIn, especially. So we'd love to hear from you, but we hope that this down and dirty look at SEO versus PPC and in our in our final um, uh, line of things, it's SEO plus PPC.
So from all of the little birds here at Little Bird Marketing, thanks for listening and have a great day. But most of all, happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.